Hello, I'm the Pirate Novelist, your captain through the rough seas of media. And I am DJ Loma HD, the wolf that tends to almost die a lot, I swear. Oh, uh, good lord. How long has it been? Uh, let's see. We try recording the, and we try to review the new Taylor Swift album, but I sound like straight trash <laughs> in that recording, so that never got released. And then we tried before, another one, and then we never could get it out. So a long fucking time. Yeah, uh, to, to be completely honest, when I was going to edit, we had a lot of things to say about that album. Which, yeah. let's just say, uh... That's the gist of it. And the big thing is, I was disappointed in that album. I still mm-hmm. am. Still a fan of Taylor, but you sound like... Yeah, like I was... Uh, yeah, it, it just... Yeah. <laughs> like just, I, yeah. I, I, I edited in Audacity, and I should have known right at the beginning that something was wrong because I didn't see the peaks of when he was talking. Well, now we know. Like, what we can do is, like, another day, since it's been, like, six months, give or take, since it's been really released. Yeah. We can, like, be, like, six months later, we actually had a chance to actually vibe on it, and then tackle it again. Yes. And also, uh, just to let you know, I've had to keep the page active by visiting it twice since our last recording. I I noticed. I noticed. I've been been trying not to die here and failing horribly. So, (laughs) yeah, here we are. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, been crazy. Uh, we don't have too too much news, um, other than we're alive and we're trying to get this out to you guys. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, there's a little thing coming out here soon called uh, Record Store Day. Yes. <laughs> and this is the first time that I've actually gone through and uh, did a little bit of digging. If you uh, dig in the right places, you can find some stuff. Now, uh, free for warned, we might actually get this out after the official list has dropped. But... She, but okay. <laughs> it really depends she. on the time schedule. It comes out oh. Monday. Oh, then yeah, we definitely will. Because yeah. by the time you're done editing it, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So yeah, by so. the time you hear this, the, the actual legitimate list will be out. You can actually compare what we have and what, and what um they have and see if we're, if we're right or not. And if we're wrong, we're very sorry. <laughs> hey, we're just going off of what we found on the internet. But there are some confirmed releases, and then there are some unconfirmed. But we generally believe from past years, from some sources, that this to be true. And uh, there was one uh, that I noticed before we even started recording, and I was um, sending uh, the list to my lovely co-host, and I, I literally said, oh, shit. I literally said, oh, shit. <laughs> because Yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to actually go over the confirmed ones, and then we're going to go into the murky waters of this could be it. <clears throat> so one of the first big bits of news is uh, Raja, I'm hopefully not butchering this name, is releasing a new turntable for the celebration of Record Store Day in the UK. So uh, according to ModernVinyl.com, uh, Raja will be releasing a new turntable courtesy of news out of the Vinyl Factory. It's a UK deck that will be limited to just 500 units. And uh, it's expected to be about 265 pounds, about $370 in the U.S. And she pretty. <laughs> and that thing is damn pretty. Good Lord. And the slipmatic. She pretty. That, that, I'm sorry. 
we're looking at the picture right now. And if you look at that picture, that record that's on there, that's the slip mat that comes with it. She real pretty. I'm she sorry. Real pretty. <laughs> and speaking of that, um, recently my uh, turntable cartridge decided to take a splat. Hmm. In that the left channel decided, fuck you, I am going to stop working. And I got a brand new receiver, so I'm like, oh shit. So I, you know, did my research, and I'm using the Grado 2 black cartridge mounted on a custom turntable lab head shelf. All in all, it cost me about 90 bucks. Not too Which much. is not bad compared. I'm, I'm, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Good. Uh, some of these, um, if I actually sent this to him, I'm not going to, he would shit his pants knowing that the, the price of some of these cartridges. The most I've seen, to, I want you to guess how much the most I've seen for cartridges on this one particular website that I saw. Uh, motherfucking, uh, 200. I, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with it that much, so I'm going to say 200. Okay, so the cartridge is basically, uh, you have your needle that reads the grooves. Okay. And what uh, reads the signal and, and through the head shell, it reads the signal. It, this is layman's terms. And I apologize for those who are like, no, it means this. Yeah. Shut up. This is our podcast. <laughs> so it basically it reads it. So you have different types, like a coil. A moving magnet, which is, I believe, what my Grado is. And, you know, it's probably uh, how I noticed this because it has a little bit of a hum in the quiet parts. So, like, if it's just quiet, you'll hear just a little bit of a hmm. Not, not enough to break anything, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need you to brace yourself, okay? The head okay. shell holds the cartridge and you align it so it can read. Yes. The most I have seen... A cartridge. This is for the high end, you know, the ones that have the floating turntable with the three arms. Sixteen thousand mm. dollars. Holy fuck! Oh, oh, oh! Okay, okay. My wallet, my wallet, like my wallet is like fuck you. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have, you don't even have the equipment to handle me. You ain't even high <laughs> enough trainer level to handle me. My wallet is like first of all, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even, no. <laughs> now, I almost went with the um, the Ortofon 2 Red, which I heard good things about, but that was just a little out of my price range, and the Turntable Lab one was mounted for me, so I wouldn't have to do it myself. It, it's very easy to take a couple screws out, and you also have to align it, and then I also bought a scale that tells me how much tracking force is put. Uh, essentially, tracking force is when, uh, imagine the needle is going into the grooves, Mm-hmm. And how much downward pressure is going into the grooves? So this um, particular one is graded for one uh, gram of downward pressure to about one to three grams. I think it was two, but I put it. Uh, it was actually one to two grams, so I put it at like one point five three. So I have a scale on there. I've come to find out that the original. Um, needle the original uh, cartridge is four grams which is on the high end okay and you know those crosley cruisers that everybody is like raving about yes over five grams of pressure 
That sounds a lot. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. So we're not bashing on those Crosleys. If that's the turntable that you have, that's the turntable that you have. But the build quality and the uh, tracking force, you might not want to go for. But if you just buy, you know, like cheap records at your local thrift store, mm-hmm. and you just want something to listen to, go for it. But if you are obsessive like us, yeah, don't go for it. But this uh, particular turntable, the uh, the 500 uh, Regia turntable, or Riga, or however the hell you say it, it looks pretty good. It has the uh, the weight balance on it. I don't think it has any anti-skating, but that looks like almost the like the U-turn orbit, which is a pretty good turntable. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can definitely I could bless this one if you're looking for it. It's it's on the it's on about the same end that I paid if my turntable was on the market today, but I only paid thirty bucks because it was brand new, mint in box at a thrift store. That's okay. <laughs> so moving on, we are now going to actually talk about some, uh, mostly the ones that were announced that are absolutely confirmed for Record Store Day. And I'm going to take a sip of water here. And gives me a chance to open the damn list up. <laughs> the Fab one or Mara Vinyl? Which one? Which one? Mara Vinyl or, or Fab? We are going to be talking about Modern Vinyl. So, uh, he's talking about the uh, unconfirmed list, so we are actually going to be talking about the confirmed list. So, starting off with a 7-inch single, there is a confirmed, and I'm absolutely digging this, 7-inch single from Led Zeppelin. So, uh, it's a 7-inch single, and they're going to be giving the Sunset Sound mix of rock and roll, and the Olympic (laughs) Studios mix of the song called Friends for the first time ever. It's going to be a yellow uh, 7-inch vinyl. Rock and roll, uh, this particular version was uh, recorded for Led Zeppelin 4, and Friends came from a recording of Led Zeppelin 3. So it's just different mixes. What I find interesting also is um, if you listen to uh, Physical Graffiti, it has a song on there called uh, Houses of the Holy, which was the album before that. Well, it turns out that that actually did not make the cut for Houses of the Holy. That's why it's on there. So it's really kind of a B-side album and outtakes from the first three albums. So them doing something like this, I'm not surprised, especially because Coda, which is their last release, is just a whole bunch of outtakes and such. So for me, this is really interesting. I'm really digging the artwork. But also at the same time, as much as I love Zeppelin and they mean a lot to me, there's some other stuff on that list that's confirmed, like unconfirmed, that I might need to pass on this. This one for me is, if it's priced right, I will probably grab it. What do you think of this? It's, for somebody who's not really a fan of Led Zeppelin, holy fuck, people don't kill me. I just don't listen to rock that much. Um, it's, it's, it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's like... This is not, it's not something I would go for if you're somebody who's brand new to Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. This is something for somebody who's been there, been to the ringer, knows exactly what they're getting. So they know exactly what this is, what style's going to be, how it's coming out. So if somebody like you, who's a who's a record collector, if this is something you need needs in your, in your collection, this is be the time for you to get it. Mm. Before the flippers sell it for three hundred thousand dollars, please. Plus tax, <laughs> exactly, and shipping. 
And just, just, no, please don't, I'll punch you, no. <laughs> <laughs> so would you like yeah. to talk about the next uh, couple of releases from a Mr. Starman? Yes, Mr. Motherfucking Dead Motherfucker named David Bowie. <laughs> um, yes, yes, David Bowie is marked for three releases. That's what we're hearing for Rick Store Day 2018, okay? And these so, are absolutely confirmed. And this, along, yes. this is also along the lines of the Brooklyn Museum ones, which we could talk about another time, but go ahead. Okay, my bad. They are confirmed. You lucky bastards. Okay, <laughs> now, the first one is going to be Welcome to the Blackout, but it's the live version in London in 78. This is a three-record um, three LP set, mm-hmm. okay? This, this was never released. But it was recorded live during the, the ISOLAR2 tour at Earl's Court, London, on the 30th of June and the 1st of July, 1978. Mm-hmm. It was recorded by Tony Visconti. It was mixed by David and David Richards at Mountain Studios Montreal uh, during the during the days of the 17th and 22nd of January, 1979. Okay? Mm. Within the trifold sleeve features imagery by photographers Sokita and Chris Walter. So mm. if you want to see some new, unreleased photos of David, this is a chance to get it. Yeah. Okay. And mind you, this is not the studio version. This is the live, probably half-naked version of Bowie. Okay? Yeah. The next one is Let's Dance, full-length demo. It comes with Let's Dance Live. Okay? Keep. So, this 45 RPM 12-inch signal features the first appearance of the demo of the Let's Dance LP, which, which is previously released... Blah, in an edited form digitally for David's birthday on the 8th of January this year. Mm-hmm. So, Let's Dance already is out digitally yeah. remastered. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. So, if you don't want, so you don't want the demo kind of fucked up version, this is not it for you. Okay? Now, this one clocks in at 7 minutes 34 seconds. Like the edited version was mixed by Nile Rogers, originally was the co producer mm-hmm. with David and November, December last year. Okay, now this is now this is backed by the live version of the same recordings at the Pacific National Exhibition Coliseum at Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, mm-hmm. on the twelfth of September, nineteen eighty-three, and mixed by Bob. What kind of fucking last name is this? Claire Mountain. Um, sorry, <laughs> this version. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. I am sorry. I just read. I just read like the fucking last name is this. <laughs> We apologize so, if you're actually listening. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this version was seen, it can be seen, actually, in the Serious Mount Black, Serious Moonlight concert film, and was previously available on the double-A side of the now extremely rare Australian David Bowie Is exhibition exclusive yellow vinyl 7-inch. So if you can't find this, if you can't find it, if you can't find that vinyl, get this one to get the same stuff, mm-hmm. okay? The sleeve of this 12-inch disc, because it's going to be two, is a dig- digitally colorated variation of the original Let's Dance single cover. Nice. And the last but not least, Bowie Now, okay? This is the first commercial release of that rare 1977 U.S.-only, promotional-only L- uh, LP on white vinyl, mm-hmm. Okay. The tracks are drawn from the Low and Heroes albums, and all of the audio is from A New Career in a New Town box set remastered by Tony Visconti. The package itself 
now features a newly digital black, newly designed, there we go, inner sleeve with a rarely seen, rarely seen people, black and white image of David in Berlin in 90s, not 97, black, 77, there we go. Now, if you are a David Bowie fan, this Get is, this shit. Yes. How you doing? Now, I'm going off of the, 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 the comments, and somebody said that the Princess Estate is missing the boat. We're going to get to I know, that in right? just a moment. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Folks. I saw that shit. I was like, okay. But, uh, for me, the Bowie stuff right here, I missed out on the Crack Doctor. I missed out on the live one just because of the budget. Because eventually, you know, I see like, oh, that's a cool Bowie thing. And then all of a sudden, something else pops in here. So for me, I do love Bowie, but I'm a casual collector. For those ones who are avid collectors, get the get shit out of this. Get that shit. Find the money, the sell the kidney, get this shit. Okay. And by, and by the way, I'm going to tackle this now, Okay. That comment, let me tell you a motherfucker something. My wallet is like, first of all, bitch, no. <laughs> I, 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 this is something called Google Play Music, Apple Music, Spotify, Title, I think has it. There's, there's certain services that I can go for <laughs> to listen to all the Bowie I fucking want. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wallet ain't about that life. We're, we're good. I promise. So we're going to move on now. And uh, last time we had a record store day, Neil Young released Harvest Moon for the first time on vinyl. I did not pick that up because there were only two things, and I only had the budget for the two things. I budget about $100 for the normal record store day, and then the Black Friday is really, I pick maybe one or two things. Who knows? Maybe I'm actually crate dick this time. Uh, when I saw the first list, I was like, okay, maybe I'll just get this one thing and crate dig. But then I saw the other one, which, again, we're going to get to. Holy shit. <laughs> so Neil Young's going to be re releasing a 1973 live recording. It's uh, Roxy, Tonight's the Night Live. So basically, this is performances at the Roxy Theater in September 1993. So it's a 2LP set. I believe the uh, D set has an etching, and it has a print of Neil Young and his band on stage. The thing about this is it's one of those Record Store Day first releases. And what that denotes is basically it's going to be released later. But you get something special, which is the uh, the artwork print mm -hmm. and any extras. You're not going to get that if you get the standard version. No. So that gives you a little incentive. Like, uh, if you miss out on it, you'll at least have a chance for it. What's interesting about this, according to Rolling like Stone... Proof. Uh, it was recorded uh, between September 20th and 22nd in 1973, along with uh, Neil Young's backing band, uh, the Santa Monica Flyers. It's uh, boasting that it's the live debuts of nine of the songs that would actually be featured on that album. Uh, Tonight's the Night, it's one of Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time, and it's well, <laughs> as well as On the Beaches Walk On. So it this is something special if you are a huge, huge Neil Young fan. And you want to say, fuck your wallet. <laughs> generally, some of these aren't too bad, unless it comes to like a box set. It's generally not too, too bad on the wallet. Um, it really depends on your store. What I can suggest is, as soon as the list drops, give it about a day or so, and go on to the website bullmoose.com. 
Uh, Chris on there is one of the originators of Record Store Day. And what Mm -hmm. they do is they post the list. They have links to every single one. You can't buy them online. You can afterward if they have copies. If they have copies. But you get an idea exactly what the list price is. They usually slash through it and put their price when it comes to online, which they're generally cheaper, about 2 or $3. But for me, what I have done is for every couple of releases, I try to figure how the record owner, the owner of the shop that I go to, he generally is on the higher side of things, but I'm paying a premium for really good service, so I don't care. Generally what I do is I just pick all the releases that I want, Put it into an Excel or Google spreadsheet. Pull the actual list price from Bull Moose. And then budget from there. This is my plan. I've been doing this for about four years. Every single record store day, including Black Friday. You don't have to do it that way, but that's the way I do it. I behoove you. If you have a budget, do your research before. Dig into Bull Moose. And you will be very happy that you have your set list in price, so that way you don't get sticker shock. You might be plus or minus, you know, you might have to scrounge a few dollars for tax here or there. But you'll be happy to know, okay, this is probably, let's say, $14.95 is the suggested retail. You know, baseline, it could be maybe just a little less or maybe a little more, but it's going to be around $14. So you don't get sticker shock when you... Say, look at the Bowie, and it's fifty bucks. Be prepared. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just throw this out there. If you know damn the fuck well, you're a Bowie collector, and you know damn the fuck well you're getting that Bowie stuff. But you know damn the fuck well you work at McDonald's. Ain't nothing wrong with that though. Nope. But you know your wallet's kind of tight. Check that site. Yes. God we, damn it. Yes, and I will also say. They are a very good site if you want to order online as well. I'm pitching to them because I order from them frequently, not enough to uh, go off of their points program, but frequently enough that I could say they are an absolute wonderful company and you should order from them. But anyway, go ahead. Now, okay, so next will be mm-hmm. my mind went blank, so what the fuck? Um motherfucking uh, casket lottery. Casket lottery albums getting repressed. In a box yes. set. That too, so fuck your wallet. So, <laughs> um. Now, here's okay. the thing. Uh, before you go, go they will be released individually. You can pre-order them with some yes. variants. But if you want them all together in one foul swoop, you can get it on Record Store Day. That too. Okay, now check it. There's only going to be 500 copies available for each. Okay? Yep. So if you want, um, motherfucking, uh, the fir- it's basically going to be the first three LPs. Mm. Okay? So if you want, choose bronze, it's going to be a bronze vinyl. It's going to be, it's only have 500 copies. Movie Mountains, going to be an orange vinyl, also 500 copies. And Survival is for Cowards is blood red, but it's only 500 copies of that as well. Keep in mind, pre-orders is going on now. So if you know darn the fuck darn well you want that, and you know and you know darn well 
these deep how how people can pee. Your mom wants to get this now. So instead of you walking in the store about to be like, I'm gonna get this shit. And there's nothing. Buy it now. That way you're walking in and you're picking up what's already yours. Okay. I think it's an online pre-sale. Uh, if you go on Modern Vinyl and do a search for Record Store Day, you'll easily find it. And then you just get links right there on Modern Vinyl, and you can pre-order right there. As and well. also, and keep in mind, I'm sorry, and keep in mind, the band itself is also reuniting is going on tour. Mm-hmm. Going to Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn, D.C., Lawrence, Kansas, oh, I'm going to go watch it, Denver, Salt Lake, Los Angeles, uh, San Diego, Anaheim and San Francisco. Okay, I noticed, by the way, um, that band themselves gonna be near me, and and actually this month, hey, so I I can go see them. And for you, they will not be near you. Well, actually, yeah, they will. On the 18th, they'll be at DC. Yeah, that's a trip for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip for me for for Lawrence. So don't worry. Um, so if you want to see it, all right, now list it's gonna be at DC on the 18th. And if I want to see them, it'll be on the 24th at the bottleneck. Nice. So, next for you will be... Ah, we're going to talk about a little Surf Jan Stevens. Yay! Okay. Fuck your wallet, <laughs> No, okay. So, there was a vinyl version of a soundtrack for a movie called Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. And there were some Surf Jan Stevens songs off that soundtrack. Now... Uh, there might not be any more out there. I'm not too sure about the sales numbers on these, if it's hard to find. But if you wanted those Surf Dance Stevens songs specifically, they are going to be releasing a 10-inch record that has those specific songs. And guess what? It is limited, with air quotes, to 10,000 copies. So if this is your number one thing, I would not worry too much. Still, be, be Still, prepared. Be prepared. Because, you know, them, uh, I'm going to be a flipper. Uh, I got to buy this. I'm going to go sell it on the third market for $500. If you're a flipper, and, I am sorry. I just stereotyped you, but fuck your He's a bitch. But he's a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> um, Not much more to say on that. So uh, would you like to talk about one that uh, you're a little excited for? Sheep dogs, because apparently fuck my wallet. Yay! So, <laughs> so, mother, so, blah, 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 if my phone will load this shit up. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the sheep, the sheep dogs are releasing a seven inch, um, vinyl as part of Record Store Day, as they've been named, as they, the band has been named Record Store Day's Champions of Canada. Mm. Okay. The seven inch includes live versions of Nobody, mm-hmm. and I got a hole where my heart should be. There also will be releasing two early records in vinyl, Big Stan and Trying to and Trying to Grow. Okay, now listen. Okay, I know y'all fans of, of Cheat Dogs and all. Okay, you know that website that Pat and I just gave you, Bull Moose. Use that shit. Mm-hmm. Not when they use that. Now, it, it, mm-hmm. go ahead. Seven inches are generally not that expensive. I think maybe the max it would go is ten. So actually, it will not be fuck your wallet. This one will probably be very reasonably priced for you. But if you try and get that Bowie, use that website. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. And also, get there early. I've seen some yes. people try to roll up just before it opens and be like, what's with this line? 
Guess it's record store day, you fucking you bitch ass hoe. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've left the house at three thirty in the morning. And there's been one time I've been number one in line. But even when I was number one, it took me a minute to get everything I wanted. I've always been in the top ten, and usually when you're in the top ten, you're the first group to go in, so you're generally probably gonna get what you want. Know the hours that your store is open. Call them ahead of time. Maybe go meet with them. Talk to them. If you go to recordstoreday.com, you can see a list of record stores that are actually Record Store Day certified. Yes, they actually have to go through a certification. They have to take a pledge. I have seen exactly all the hoops they have to go through. So them doing this for you and buying all this for you means a whole hell of a lot. So don't go Mm -hmm. complaining. You need to do your homework. You need to be prepared to sacrifice a little bit. Record Store Day at Amoeba Records in California. People line up overnight. Real shit. There's uh, one guy I like to watch um, vinylize. His name is Jared. Uh, and after this, I'll link you to his channel, uh, DJ. Um, but mm-hmm. he, um, you know, he talked about that. There's another guy that I watched too many records. I think it was too many records that I watched. He actually went out at midnight and it was almost wrapped halfway across the building. So if you think that you're going to be able to just wake up at, at like, like six and walk in at seven, you're good now. Think of also, this like Black Friday. Go ahead. Without the stabbing and the shanking and the tackling, but and the, and the, it and the beat downs, depends. But yeah. If you're in a smaller town, you might not have that much of a problem, but if you're in a huge-ass city like Philly or LA or anything. In Portland, where I will be at. In Portland. Get there early and uh, have a travel buddy. I have yes. a friend who um, who's not necessarily into records, but he, he likes the company. He's going to be coming down, and we're going to hang out. We're going to listen to records, of course. I actually got him to buy a couple things, and I gave him my old turntable as well. But he's not big into that. He's just big into the community. And that's what this thing is about. It's the sense of community. It's the sense of you going to support your local record store day. And for those people on Reddit who say that we're sheeple and general public won't get it, fuck you. I go to support my local record store, and I do so multiple times a year. Fuck you for putting me into a stereotype. And fuck you because I enjoy the community and actually getting to hang out at a very early time and not get shanked in the face for a Wii game. I'm actually going to talk to people who love music and it's about Mm -hmm. music. And they Mm -hmm. don't have to do it. And guess what? You don't have to go and buy anything if you don't want to. Let some of us who actually want to enjoy this enjoy it. What he said. <laughs> uh, look, look, all I gotta say on that is simply put, treat it like it's Black Friday without the killing part. Without the killing part. <laughs> okay, that means, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, just finish your thought. Um, cause think about it like this. Like, well, what's Black Friday? A time of the year where prices are low as shit somewhat, and you're trying to buy the one thing you wanna buy cause it's Christmas and you're broke as fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and you know damn the fuck well that if a certain item you try and get is popular as hell, you know good and well people are gonna be wrapped around that building trying to get that one item. It only has so many versions of that item. Okay. Yep. Exact same thing. Exact same thing. 
like that, like if you want that Bowie album, you know, you know good and well, Bowie's the shit. So you know good and well, there are gonna be some motherfuckers gonna come through from out of town, out of town, and out of state, and out of country and shit. Hell, if there was aliens out of universe and shit to get that one Bowie album, you might want to prepare for that. Yes, and keep in mind your area that you're in, which uh, talk if you read the records today list. There is regional releases, and then there's first day releases, and there's specific. So, we're going to talk about the last confirmed. Which he will talk about, not me. WMSE, which has released Seven Inches from Field Report, Direct Hit, and uh, Sylvan Esso in past record store days. They're participating again. And Abby Jean uh, is going to be recording a single. It's not going to be live from the radio station like their last times, which it usually is. But she's including studio versions of Cosmic Being and Being the Sun. Now, what's different about this one, and I hesitated sending it initially about this, was a limited number of copies are going to be available at the Company Brewing on February 12th as part of uh, Abby Jean's uh, Fire and February residency there. The remainder mm-hmm. are going to be available on Record Store Day at Exclusive Company, Rushmore Records, Acme Records, and Bullseye Records. So this is actually a... I, I don't know why they're labeling it as Record Store Day, but it's going to be a regional release. So if you're not in that area and you want this, you will have to travel the fuck across the country. I am sorry in advance. Also, there is UK Record Store Day and Discure Day over in France. So there are some mm-hmm. things that you may not actually be able to get. For example, you know that song Barbie Bowie! Girl? Sorry. <laughs> you know that song Barbie Girl? Yeah. There was a UK release on pink vinyl for Barbie Girl. We didn't get it over here in the US. I didn't even know they even existed, but okay. <laughs> so keep that in mind of your area of origin. That's all we have to say. Again, prepare. You know good and well the the one the one vinyl you're gonna get is popular as fuck and rare as fuck. There's gonna be that one random motherfucker that lives in that island across the fucking world and shit. Who's gonna fly his happy ass in and fight your ass for that album. Prepare. Please, please that, prepare. Now And if that happens, we'll start that shit because I wanna see. But so <laughs> speaking of prepare, we have two lists from uh Ooh, disclosed, ow. we're not going to give their names, mm-hmm. distributors that have been used in the past to cross-check on the Record Store Day list. And we've seen some things on here. Uh, we have two distributors, so we're going to go off the first one, the uh, Dot distributor. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to open it up, open it up, open it up. So this you know, one has been floating around on Reddit. There's someone, this was when I initially saw this, I thought, uh, there's only 135, there's a lot more that usually come out, but I thought, 135, there's some things on here that are cool, some things that are not, I might not, I might get one thing and then just go crate digging, and then mm-hmm. I saw the other one we're going to talk about, like, oh shit, fucking yeah. hell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're just going to briefly go over this, so up until... You actually get the record store day list. Take this with a grain of salt. Like as in get that bag of damn salt from your local grocery store and hold that bitch. You're going to need it. (laughs) So some of the highlights I'd like to talk about are some of the uh, metal for me. And then you can talk about some of the ones that you happen to have seen. 
I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look as you as you do that. So you just you start talking for a while. So uh, starting off alphabetical, uh, abruptum is going to be evil genius silver black marble. Alternative uh, TV is going to get dark places. Uh, Anti Simex is releasing one, two, three, four. Uh, we have an at the gates attitude adjustment. At at, at the gates attitude adjustment. Ha ha ha! That sounds like a weird porno. Probably is. <laughs> At the Gates, Gardens of Grief, uh, to adjustment, uh, America Paranoia and more, which is an LP and DVD. B-52, Rock and Rockets Live. And some of these ones actually have links, so every once in a while I'm going to click and it has some information. Ooh. Ooh, I'm sorry, I just saw three Elvis Elvis finals in the list, I'm sorry. We're going to get to them in just a moment. <laughs> Ooh. We got Beach Boys uh, in Paris with Andy Williams, it's a 7-inch. You have uh, Jeff Beck, Gordon Beck Trio, Blabbermouth, Blue Oyster Colt, Booze and Glory, Boys, Buffalo Springfield. That's an older name if you're into that. Uh, Eric and the Animals, Burden, uh, The Birds, The BYRDS, Jimmy Bunch, Caster, Christian Death, Coach Pop, Curved Air, Zarface. The the Dio one was the initial one that I thought, ooh, that'd be maybe my number one out of this list. So Sacred Heart is going to be reissued. This is the third album by Dio. Released in 85, it includes uh, basically their most well-known singles. So it's a reissue on red vinyl. So that one caught my eye. Also, there's a Duran Duran Thanksgiving Live. Eddie and the Hot Rods. Uh, Georgie Fame. Fickle Pickle. That's fun to say. <laughs> uh, Five-day week straw people. What the hell? Okay. It's I love reissue. how you just read that sentence and just lost your mind. But okay. <laughs> okay. Apparently, this is a reissue of a very highly collectible album reissued in '68. We're a one-off, studio-only British psychedelic band that did one album for Budget Saga label. Its ten songs were loosely centered on the concept of a typical weekend in the life of a typical typical working British person. With for a fee of twenty-five pounds per music, the five-day-a-week straw people comprised the singer uh, Johnny Ducan. From the obscure psychedelic pop group of The Attack, uh, bassist Mick Huxworth and drummer Jack Collins. What band are you talking about? Uh, the Five Day Week Straw People. Five Day. What the? F- I- I'm curious. You know what? This, at times, That's it's it. reminiscent of the more pop oriented material that Cream recorded. After this album, three members of the band went on to form. The hard rock band Andromeda. Holy crap, I think I have my obscure pick. I tried to pick an obscure pick that's kind of out of my range or something Mm -hmm. weird. Five Day Week Straw People, I think, is going to be my pick. British Psych Funkadelic Rock. Hello. Okay, I'm I'm, going to continue from here, okay? Okay. I see Josephine Foster, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. I see... Uh, Florin Frick? Damn, I'm sorry. Um, Fuzz Tones, I see Michael Columbia and Serge Gillette. What kind of, what's with y'all with the crazy last names? Gameborg, I am sorry. Wow. Giant Sand, what kind of name? I'm curious. Giant Sand with that, with the vinyl, white vinyl called Provisions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Alternative. Ooh, okay. Girls Names with Primitive Desire. Go with double date score. Mm-hmm. Goblin with Squadra Anti Gangster. I'm curious. What is this? Score. 
Okay. The soundtrack. Okay, also, sounds, did you know there's a band good. called Goblin Cock? Are they metal? They yes. pl- please tell me they're metal. Okay, they're metal. I knew it. <laughs> they, please tell me they're metal. <laughs> um, and guess what's right see. after it? What? God's, God's children. children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and oh, they're rock pop. Okay. Latino okay. rock sessions featuring Phil Spector's Wrecking Crew. Ooh. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay. I'm curious about this one. This is a complete collection, though, so you know it's not going to be cheap. Yeah, you need to read that later. We're going to read that later. <laughs> yes. Because um, it is just ground- all O-text. Yes. Let's see. Groundhog, um, Scratching the Surface, Dave Grusin, Friends of A. Cole OST. What kind of name? Oh, that's a soundtrack. Original Ooh, soundtrack. Ellis Presley. Huh? OST's original soundtrack. Okay. Ellis Presley and Johnny Halliday. Johnny Reprint Elvis. Okay, I'm curious. Okay. Um, let's see. Hawk, Hawkwind with Levitan 3LP blue vinyl. So three of them. Just throw that out there, you cheap bastards. Um, we're on page two now. Not, yes. Um, Dixie Hayseed with It Happened So Grass 2LP Live in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe Head, the pincer movement. You said Joe Head. I know, right? <laughs> and 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 Jimmy experience really, nigga. Jimmy Hendrix experience. <laughs> Jimmy Hamburg, experience Hendrix, what? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Hamburg sixty-seven. So this sounds this sounds like one of the rare ones that you might want to cop. It's a seven-inch, so it's not going to break the bank. Oh, that too. Um, and you could and you could say from here. I am at um. Uh, at Rowan S. Howard and the Devastations. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So do you want me to continue? Yes, please. We're getting another motherfucking Insane Clown Posse release. Son of a bitch. You're welcome. <laughs> the I'm Amazing Jekyll Brothers. I'm not a fan. I get, but just son of a bitch. Some people and are like... I, and I'm sorry, I, I had to cut you there. I'm sorry. I have certain friends and people that I'm cool with that are a part that are a part of them and, and represent them and represent them and is cool with the band. So whoop, whoop, they they know what that means. Yeah, I, I'm I, you know damn the fuck why I'm not in it, but I respect the people who are. So I just, respect it. Whoop. I was just saying this for those listeners who are like, oh, that's another ICP release. Well, that could be something new. I meant yes. it. Yes, jo- I meant it as there a is you fucking bitch. <laughs> I meant it kind of a joking way. We are not, you know, if you like that music, you like it. It's just not my cup of tea. And I got too many friends in, in that crew who's who's cool with that crew for me to not say something about that. So woo-hoo. let's let's carry on. Bert Jansk. What? Okay, first of all, <laughs> kind of fucking that. J A N S C H Jansk. This motherfucker got three of them coming out. Not even one. <laughs> it's folk music. They're folk. I'm curious. Okay. Uh, Mark Johnson. It's an LP okay. with a 7-inch. L7. Okay. Laser Pace, which is what we're going to pick up on. Okay. We got Lemonheads, Lovely Eggs, Lulu Blind, Lyrics Born, Machio. A couple of releases from Manfred Mann. Uh, the first one being a box set, Fuck Your Wallet. Mm-hmm. Don't hate you. It is a 4LP plus DVD. The uh, first four albums from 64 to 67. The other one being Alive. Mayo Morda, Marduk, Maytones, 
Three from Merciless, which was another one that I was thinking of, off a of Black mm -hmm. Lodge. I almost said Loge. Then this don't, next one. Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay, this next one. Mersbo slash Gustafsson slash Pandy slash more. Really? Cuts up, cuts out. This is Mersbo slash Matt slash Gustafsson slash more dot dot dot. I want to get that just because of that alone. Messengers Incorporated, Van Morrison, <laughs> uh, Midnight Special 2 LP vinyl, which is uh, Bangin' Records session. Bang, Bang Records, Bangin' Records, son of a bitch. Features 1967 album uh, Blow Your Mind, held by Rolling Stone as an essential album of that year, plus 10 bonus tracks and alternative takes. This album also yields a, it has the single Brown Eyed Girl. So if you want a specific Van Morrison album and you want just specifically Brown Eye Girl, go ahead and grab that. We have Move N dot S dot U dot, which is rock pop. Let me see if there's anything. This is Psychedelic Blues Band, NSU, hailing from Glasgow. Oh, oh, I love me the imports. Uh, and I'm going to go from here. Um, uh, cutting Studio. Ooh, okay. So uh, they recorded over three days in uh, Delane Lee, Holborn, London. It's the studio where Jimmy, The Who, Rolling Stones, and Pink Floyd also recorded. Backing mm -hmm. vocal by the legendary Sue and Sonny. So back up to Joe Crocker's. You know that song, Little Help With My Friends? Sounds familiar. It's been a while, if but yes. I was a little help from my friends. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Backing vocals, they are in backing vocals for this. They are also they did backing vocals for 20th Century Boy for T Rex, and also for the likes of Dusty Springfield, Tom Jones, Elton John, and Frank Zappa, featuring rude, crude production, fine sung guitar leads, and hoarse vocals. It's now regarded as a lost rock classic. I think NSU might be another one that I'm thinking about. So you're going to take okay. over with uh, Doris Norton. Yeah. Yes. So Doris Norton's dropping two. Um, Norton Computer for Peace in 1983. Uh, this is Electron, so this is like EDM type shit. And then Personal Computer, 1984. Okay. Um, this is on the label Mannequin, and these are two LPs, by the way. Mannequin. Um, Mannequin. Blah. Okay. Next, you have Ocean with Ryakin, which is a picture, picture disc. This is metal, by the way. Mm. And then you have three old firm casuals. Now, these are war wartime rock war. Holy fucking hell! I am struggling. Wartime rock and roll. Mm. You got two versions of this, okay? One is black, one is color, okay? So both will be out, okay? With a silkscreen uh, B side, so it's an etching. Yes, this is a twelve-inch EP, and then you have a whole. They have one called S slash T. That means self-titled. Well, well, okay, then. 180 gram, clear vinyl, B-side, still screen as well. And these are all punk, by the way. Nice. Then we got Jimmy Page with Plane of the Storm. <laughs> and then we have Ubu Pare. This is one of those, this is one of those random ones you, you don't hear much about. Mm -hmm. With Terminal Tower. And you have Pick Titch Trail. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Pick Tish Trail. You know what? When you said uh, Perry Ubu, I want to say Gesundheit. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then Pictish Trail has Future Echoes, a 2LP set. Mm -hmm. um, 
And let's see. Then we have two releases from Plush. Mm-hmm. One called Fed, which is a two LP forty five RPM gatefold. That is an audiophile's dream right there. Okay, explain that because okay. I because people people don't know about that. Okay, so this means it's a two LP set, and each one is cut at forty five RPM. It's not your standard thirty three; it's forty five. So that means that the faster speed is better for audio fidelity in some circles that are led to believe that. Mm-hmm. So there is an example. Uh, the deluxe edition of uh, Colors by um, Beck is cut at 2 LP 45 RPM. Just as an example. Okay. You're learning so much tonight. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> now... So you went on. Um, the other release from Plush is called Corp Soul. Okay, what is with y'all motherfuckers with this goddamn weird name? Corp Soul Roller. Holy hell. Um, holy hell. Um, next you have Iggy Pop with Live at the Ritz, New York City, 1986. This is one of those random live ones. So if you want this, this is not the time to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have Popo. Okay, really? <laughs> Popoy, Popovo. I'm gonna piss a lot of people off here. Mesa de Ofrey. Okay, really? Mesa really? de Ofrey. You know what? You, you know what? You know damn well who the fuck this person is. You know exactly what your name is. You know, just, if you know that person, get that damn, get it and support the person. God, holy fuck. Yep. My, my God. <laughs> Next, you have three releases from Elvis, Pre- Elvis Presley, Mr. Nice. Mr. Deadman. Um, the first one is Girls, Girls, Girls. Okay. This is on a red vinyl. Next will be Loving You on a yellow vinyl. And then the next one is RCA Studio One, the New York Sessions, 180 gram. Okay. This is, just uh, as an aside, it's a vinyl that contains the complete New York Masters plus outtake sessions recordings. It includes four, uh, four-page bonus photo insert, and it's limited to 600 copies. So if this is your number one, get, get it, Frank. There early. Prepare, plan, go on boom, go on boom moves, get the price. Low key, if you want to get that right now, go get it. Um, <laughs> get it, be prepared. All right. Yep. Uh, boom moves as of uh, before this recording has not put up anything. So as soon Never as mind. Lewis, give them time, but it should be up. Okay. From that, continuing on, you got pretty things. Life in Europe, mm-hmm. 1966-67. You got rainbow. With rock, rock, pop, really, really. Rock, rock Plast, 1995. It's a, uh, it's a festival. Y'all motherfuckers with your goddamn weird names. Fuck. Black Masquerade Volume 1. It's a 2LP clear vinyl. And Rock of Plast, 1995. Black, Array, Black Masquerade Volume 2. You, you, y'all just want me to fuck up my tongue, don't it's, you? It's the whole show, basically. Now, I want to, to think, how the hell you're even going to say this next one? Residence, the wow. You know what? You know what? Residence, you sons of bitches. I love how your your genre is also ex- experimental. You know damn the fuck well what this meant, man. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Would you like me to? Fuck you. You want me to pick up? Yes! No, what? Go right ahead. So we got Antonio Sanchez with Bully Povo. You see what I mean? Fuck! With a gatefold, it is 
Analog Africa presents the reissue of Antonio Sanchez's Bull Pivo, originally released in 1983, is the strangest and yet most fascinating Fanuna recording to emerge from the modernized and electrified Fanuna period, emerging in 74 with Independence and the birth of the Bermudo Band. It was recorded in Lisbon with the legendary Voz de Cabo Verde in 1983. The album is Sintrent's Journey to the Outer Limits of Cabo Verde Popular Music. It's in a deluxe gatefold sleeve. It's one of those world musics. So if you're into that weird shit, you're good. This is perfect for you. Now we are moving on. Get that. Sorry. Get that. Carry on. Sorry. Carry on. Let's talk about Ben Sherman, shall we? Ben Sherman. Bim what kind of Sherman. motherfucking name? It's reggae dub. Motherfucking. It's you know what? <laughs> Carry on. Then we have Shio. Body is a message of the universe. A rare and usually dreamy electronic ambient new age album. Then the best of Nina Simone. If you're a Nina Simone fan. Oh, that, that caught my attention right an there. LP and CD as well. So it looks like it's going to be a single LP. So it might not break the bank. No. Next up, we got still prepared. Still <laughs> prepared. Now by seven, Slapshot Sonic's Rendezvous Band. Then we have a whole bunch of soundtracks. So <clears throat> here's a quick run: Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, Cho Walk, Wook Score. Sympathy for Lady Vengeance must be a um, follow-up. The American Dreamer, which is uh, gateful with red and vinyl poster. Then we have Porn Sonic, unreleased 70s porn music featuring Ron Jeremy. Run that back. Run that the fuck back. What? Porn Sonic, unreleased 70s porn music featuring Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, you son of a... Just just continue. Did you know? Here's a did you know. There are actually records out there that are piss yellow and... It was pressed with pubic hair in it. Why does it sound like Ron Jeremy gets something to do with all of this? <laughs> there was even a blood-filled record at one point. You can't play it, of course. Obviously. Then you have Ganja and Hess from 1973. Then from Spaceman 3. This one interested me. Taking drugs to make music. I'm curious. I want this just for that alone. I did a Google search on it and looked at the Wikipedia. You need to take a look at this later. Send me the link. Send me the link because I'm curious. Yeah. That's that's a weird name. All you have to do is uh, look up take taking drugs to make music and just take a look at that. It's very interesting, the history behind that. Uh, we have Melvin Sparks, Spectrum, Highs, Lows, and Heavenly Blows. Whoa. Spiritualized. Are we in the page with the Carry on, please. I'm waiting for this one. I'm just ready for it. Just, just, just continue. Stars please. and Stripes, Shaved for Battle. Nope. Jimmy no. Stewart. Oh, Jimmy Stewart, an aggressive chain smoking alcoholic. Juju. What kind of motherfucking name is that? <laughs> <laughs> you alternative ass motherfucker, man. There we got Rod Stewart. Oh, heavy as a really heavy. What the? What is that this? Is the page where all the weird names comes out? I, I'm sorry. Carry on. <laughs> okay, it's a remastered bonus tracks. House of a sturdy gatefold jacket limited to a thousand. Ba ba ba. Custom side four. It's a, it's okay. Strapping a lad. It's a band that uh, the singer's bipolar and he's been very open about it. 
At least he's honest. Nikki Sudden. Last Bandits. Super Chunk. What a time to be alive. Seven inch. Not going to break the bank. Super Joint. Back then they were called Super Joint Ritual. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, use Once and Destroy. And uh, a lethal dose of American Hatred. Uh, use Once and Destroy is going to be on two LPs because of the length of the album. And Lethal Dose of American Hatred, both are going to be on Transparent Green. They are back on black. I will definitely say, I have a Record Store Day piece uh, from a couple of years ago that was back on black. It is uh, Opeth's Morning Rise. It is on a white and gray record. It sounds amazing. So anything you see on back on black for metal, absolutely wonderful. So we got... Tangerine Dream, uh, Zeet 2LP, and Miracle Mile. Then Television Personalities. Privilege and Closer to God. Tennis System with P, space, A, space, I, space, N, space. Or Pain. Really? Well, no. You know what annoys me about this? Hmm. Fall Out Boy's Mania. They say it's Mania Notes. M, space, A, space, N, space, I-A. Like, that, that, the that's shit the, out of me. That's, that's, uh, mm, just, 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 just continue. And I think someone had a poor name, Johnny Thunders. Trogs. Ufrica Speck. Whatever the fuck that is. Uniform Choice Self-Titled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just reading up on it very quickly. It's a metal album. If you like that stuff, you're gonna like it. And then a fist full of hits, various artists. First of, it's released by Tang Records. Two A's. It was a Tang and suck my dick records. Lemonheads, Gangrene, DYS, Slapshot, Mission of Burma, and Jerry's Kids are gonna be on it. We are now on the various artists. So, beginning to the end, existential uh, psychodrama in country. Hillbillies in Hell, Volume 666, Tormented Testament, 1952 to 1974. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I did that voice a little too well. Oh, shit. Okay, you ready to say this with me? <clears throat> Electroconvulsive <laughs> Therapy, Volume 4. The Art of Survival Records. Okay, first of all, motherfuckers, <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do you want to talk about Kinda, Maddie Instrumentals, just, R&B style, 1963? What the f- Oh, man. God. I, you need to read the next one on. Color Climax, with two X's. History of adult film soundtracks. So first we so, got the Ron Jeremy, and now we got this. So if you want to add the, the 1960 motherfucking porn video going on in your house, <laughs> you don't have you don't got that motherfucking music. Here the fuck you go. Just pay, make sure you pay royalties. Yeah. So, there you go. Next, we have Last Shop Standing. Gatefold 7-inch includes documentary download. Now, so, want to learn some shit? There you go. Now, this might break the bank because it's a 2 uh, 7-inch. I got the 2 7-inch of Alice in Chains, and that was about 20 bucks ish So, when it comes to 7-inches, you guys go back to Bull Moose. Bull Moose is your best motherfucking bet. Motherfucking. God damn it. So, next. Soho scene, 1960. Jazz goes mod- modern. 
Mod, oh god. And Soho Scene 66, Jasco Modern. Um, Tomla Motown, Live in Europe, 1965. Mm-hmm. Texas Soul, 1967. New Orleans Soul, 1967. And New York Soul, 1967. Blah. And Soul, R&B, and Garage from Rampart Records, 1963 to 71. This this is a 10. This is well, this will destroy your wallet. Yes. 10 times 7 inch. I'm telling you now, Bull Moose is shit. I'm telling you now. This you is will, a box set more than likely. This is a box. There's 10, there's 10 of them. And one. Oh, lovely. There's 10 7 inches. Giggity. But still, <laughs> um... <laughs> Sing- next, Singapore Go Go, two LP gatefold. Okay, this is just um, a Singapore nineteen sixties beat music, offbeat cha cha music. Of course, it is. Yeah. <laughs> next is that Vaseline's du- Vaseline, dun- dun- the the Vaseline Vaseline. Oh, d- mm. the, it's called Dum Dum. <laughs> not even kidding you. D U M U M. Y'all was on some good drugs. That's all I'm saying. Oh, next, the next one's gonna fuck your wallet. Velvet, <laughs> velvet. I'm sorry. <laughs> velvet, velvet hands. Okay, let me say it again. Velvet hands. Party's over. Blue vinyl audiograph. You, you know, damn the fuck. Well, you're not. This thing will be cheap. Yeah. I'm more. This nah. It's it's autograph. You know, good and fucking well. This is gonna be limited. Yeah. And not ever gonna have this shit. Nah, nah, fam. Nah, 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 nah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna take over that. for the last uh, little bit here. Uh, actually, I I got this. I got this. The, um, the reason being is when we get to the who stuff, I have to explain something. So I'll interject there, but keep going. Okay. Wall. Personal troubles and public issues. Okay, of course you got some problems. Um, <laughs> it's a punk album. <laughs> It's a punk album. Oh, oh God. Um, Johnny Watson, also known as Guitar, is called Giant, and it's a blue vinyl, R&B. White Hill slash Gnad. 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 I I don't care if you're God. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So um, what this means to me is this is a split. So White Hills is going to be on probably one side. Nod is going to be on the other, unless they're White Hills, also known as Gnod, also known as Nod, also known as God. What the fuck? Anyway, next is all the Who stuff, and he got, and Parnell's got this, so you just, you, you just go right ahead. We have Ready Steady Who 4, and then we have the Isle of Wight, live at the Isle of Wight Festival, Volume 1 and 2, so that is the full set, or highlights of the set. So that's pretty much it with that. Uh, do you want me to finish it up? Might as well, yeah. We have Wire nine nine sevens, which is a nine seven inch box set, nineteen seventy seven, nineteen eighty. Fuck your wallet. Wrangler three three memes. Oh son of a bitch! It's an electronic twelve inch EP. Of course they would have memes. Of course they would have memes. Richard Young's Endless Futures, and then um, Zoot. Money's big roll band with All Night Worker and with George Melly. Yes, this so, is jazz. This, this is that, that get high music. Yay. Actually, the last time I checked this, there was 130 records. Like, literally yesterday, there's 160 now. So, yeah. This is a game of merch. 
<laughs> there's some good, there's some bad on it. You know, it's it's typical. But there was nothing that wowed me. Until, <laughs> until I decided I was going to check Modern Vinyl to make sure we had all of our ducks in a row. And they came out with the shit. As I opened that list that I currently lost like a motherfucker, but yes, the shit. Okay, so what I'm going to do is we're going to skip a couple of them because we already know about them. So I'm going to begin off. So first of all, this comes from Steve Hoffman Forums. So we had a distributor and Steve Hoffman Forums that are kind of convulging together to make this monster list. And there's some overlap so we can confirm some of these. So, we have Adam Sandler. They're all going to laugh at you. Explicit, of course. It's a stand-up album. 2LP. We have Air Sexy Boy 12-inch picture disc. We have Anywhere, Anywhere 2. Baby Huey. The Baby Huey story, Living Legend, which is probably a soundtrack. Valmaria Chime and Shown. We don't have that much more information here, so we're just going off of the list. Blue Oyster Cult. Which will have Rarities Volume 2. I think Rarities Volume 1 came out last year. Buck Johnson Rare in Unissued Masters. So if you're a Buck Johnson fan, there you go. Car Seat Headrest is coming out with uh, Twin Fantasy Mirror to Mirror. Celtic mm-hmm. Frost is coming out with uh, Tragic Serenades. Cheech and Chong, or sometimes they're referred to Cheech E. Chong up in smoke. It's the 40th anniversary 7 inch green vinyl single, so that's not going to fuck your wallet. Chris Belt, I'm the Cosmos, slash you and your sister, 45 RPM. That's uh, probably a full two set there from what I'm thinking. Uh, Dave Van Ronk, live at Sir George Williams University. Cool. The three three Bowie, so we're going to skip that. Now, yeah, no, one, two, three, yeah. Uh, The Descendants, who we are. I like The Descendants. I still do not have those, so that might be on my list. Disturbed the Lost Children, which is a explicit B-side records. And then DJ mm-hmm. Spooky presents Phantom Dance Hall, Phantom Dance Hall, which is great. Would you like to take over next? Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck that was. Um Dr. Dre Dre Day. Um next we have Duke Reese All Stars and Roland Alfonso Judge Sympathy. All comes with Never T- to Be Mine, also Mio. Really? Yes. Duran, 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 Duran. 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 I don't, I don't give a shit. Budokan. Live. Live. <laughs> and then, really? Ika Mouse, Ganja Smuggling. You guys, you guys said that was, you guys said that was some, some finesse. Yes. Like, Ika Mouse, Ganja Smuggling. God knows why. <laughs> Eric Cableton Rush. Clapping. Music from the most. Clapped and clap. You know what? Look, <laughs> music from the motion, motion, motherfucking motion picture, motion soundtrack. picture soundtrack. People, I'm sick. Okay, just work with me. Um, Eric, his last name, complete his last name, because fuck you. Four LP with bonus seven inch single. This is gonna be a fuck your wallet. It will be. Clapton or Clapt? I pronounce his last name. Eric Clapton. Clapton. You, you so, would know my- him from. Derek and the Dominoes. Um, oh, Layla. Okay, my bad. It's okay, a damn shame he's going deaf. It's a goddamn shame. Yeah, God, just oof, eek, just oof. Ugh. Um, Europe, walk the earth. You know who Europe is, right? I, I, I have a slight idea. 
the final My... countdown. Oh, wow. I feel like a dumbass. I, I, don't oh think they are, uh, I don't think that is. I didn't have a chance to look at it. But if it's that, you might want to go for that. Okay. My bad. Fleet Foxes Crack Up. Coral. Shoral. Coral. Light. Coral version. In the morning. Live in Switzerland. It's, seven inch. It's not going to fuck your wallet. But if you want this, it might be limited. It, sometimes it will be either fuck your wallet or it's super limited and you need to get there early. Fleet, oh blah, wow. Fleetwood Mac, Tango in the Night, alternative. Nice. A grand final. Um, Glary Clark Jr. and Junkie XL come together. Vinyl picture disc with comic book and poster. That's this cool. sounds limited as shit. It's cool. It is, though. Get ready, do Rock City, the seven inch vi- vinyl box set. The fact that it fucking says box set should warn you right there. <laughs> I'm gonna take Just over. own that out there now. <laughs> I'm gonna take over. A Grateful Dead yes. is now releasing another live album. They usually release. That sounds like a remix. Release a live album. This time it's from the Fillmore West in San Francisco. On uh, February 27th of 1969, it's going to be a 4LP, 180-gram box set. That's we also have Hawkwind Dark Matter. It's a 2LP set, so it's Alternative Liberty slash the UA years 1970-1974. Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, they released something last year. Uh, live from Twist and Shout uh, on November 16th of 2007. Jesus Jones, Zero and Ones, the 25th anniversary Jethro Tull Moss. This is the list. Jethro Tull, if you're a huge Tull fan, this is going to be your 10-inch that you'll want. That's what she said. And he. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) John Fogarty, Centerfold, a 12-inch picture disc. John Wesley, Harding, Greatest, Other People's Hits. That sounds like a cover album to me. Kevin Morby and Waxahachie, Farewell Transmission. And the B-side is... The dark don't hide it. And I said that pretty damn well. Nice. We got nope. a creator behind the mirror. That's a uh, metal band. Mm-hmm. Lau Schriffen. Enter the Dragon. Original motion picture soundtrack on a picture disc. Okay. Uh, have you listened to a picture disc? I never have. It has a lot of surface noise. It's really just for the collector purpose of it. So I do have a Bowie on picture disc for Man Who Sold the World. I want an actual black record version of it. It's okay. It'll hold you, but it's meant to be a wall piece. It's meant to be like, oh, I have this collector piece. Okay. Okay. So we talked, and about- I'm gonna continue from there because it's gonna have a little bit of, of hip hop in there and somewhat. So I'll okay? end on this Led Zeppelin oh. that we already talked about. Yes, Little Uzi Vert. His basically his two albums. Well, oh shit! One- really? Wow. Yes. Um. Because here's the thing, you don't really. Because think about it, in hip hop, you know we have vinyl, but nowadays vinyl is more ge- geared towards alternative and rock and, and maybe, maybe jazz. Mm-hmm. You tend to forget that hip hop still has vinyl. Can okay. I something real quick. It's yes. Run mm-hmm. the jewels is the record store day ambassador. For the I band. know. And I'm very I happy for hip hop fans that you are getting some really good releases this year. You know, I feel like in the past you guys have been shafted. So it's really nice that you guys get some really good releases this year. Yes. So especially for the newer people that like that like that like mumble rap or that style of rap. Yeah. Okay. The fact that you have one of your artists doing such thing is nice. Yep. 
Okay. And I kind of low-key am wondering if I ever want to make a vinyl, how long that bitch would be. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> um, carrying on. So both Lil Uzi Vert's albums coming out. Nice. And they're gonna make splits that not no not no clean version, the real nigga 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 I'm sorry. Anyway, uh Linda Linda Perch you, you might want to pronounce that Perhaps. last name, please. Perhaps. Really? 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 I'm a harmony, two LP. Um next, Lincoln Park, one more night live. Explicit. Rest you got peace. something to say about this, don't you? Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Um that, I got that's I got the um the Soundgarden uh, Satan Oscillate My Metallic Sonata's release. I feel like I need to get this for Chester Bennington. This yes. this is probably my number one right now is Linkin Park One More Light Live. Yes. Continuing on. Lou Reed, Animal Serenade, 3LP. This is not going to be cheap. Fuck your wallet. Pretty much. Mac DeMarco, All Dog Demos. And Mac DeMarco and Shamir Beat Happening Covers. Madonna is coming. Madonna is coming out with two of them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Madonna, you you can dance. Mix two, not one, two. Two vinyl, yes. And then Madonna, her self her self titled album, Madonna, picture disc. So not the clean version. So keep in mind, it's like those that hanging up version, okay? Yep. And you can continue from here. We have Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives way out west with Desert Sweet Trip ah! One. <laughs> <laughs> you were surprised I said that so quick? Yes. <laughs> we have Mastodon. I, 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 didn't read, I didn't read his name at all. That's what I saying. I didn't even read any of that. So it was news to me. Like, oh, that's what's us? Oh, okay. Mastodon is coming out with Emperor Sand on a vinyl picture disc. Son of a bitch. That sound, that's lit. That's that's my number one right there. That's it's lit. A picture disc, though. Oh. Still, don't let that deter you. Please do not let that deter you. We have a Miles Davis rubber band 12-inch vinyl single. This is probably going to be 45 RPM. I have the... Um, give me just a second. I have the Bohemian Rhapsody 20, the 12-inch 45 RPM. It's That's pretty good. So don't let it deter you if you don't know what a vinyl single is. It's 12-inch. We have Morbid Angel, uh, Kingdom Sustained, Motorhead Heroes. Very good metal albums. Neil Young, we already okay. talked about that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Notorious B.I.G. Juicy. It is a 12-inch clear and black marble swirl vinyl single. So that it is a 12-inch single. So you okay. know it's either going to be 33 or 45. Really, it's it's a mixed bag when it comes to that. But I mm-hmm. would think with Notorious B.I.G., especially um, with the Vinyl Me Please and everything, they'll want high fidelity for this. Especially because yeah. of the bass and everything, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking this might be 45. So this might be a good one for this you. This may not be cheap. This may not be and cheap. It might be about 15 to 20 bucks, from what I'm thinking. They're not going to gouge you for like 90 bucks. Come on. Hey, we have hey. Ornette Coleman and Evening with Ornette Coleman Part Two. So there was Ooh. a Part One, and this is Part Two of that live album. Uh, Parquet Courts Mardi Gras Beads, Fish. If there's any fish fans, they are craving their pants right now. Billy Breeze vinyl. We have Paul Perlota, Perlota, the search for Animal Chin soundtrack. And here is the number um, one. Here is the number is. one. 
Prince there 1999 2008 record store day exclusive pressing. That's you mother. That's gonna be limited as fuck. Okay, so for me, the Prince. If I can get the Prince and the One More Light, I will be one happy motherfucker. I will. There's one other one coming down that we're gonna be talking about. If I can get this mm-hmm. one and that one, that's gonna be my budget. Is for those two. I don't care about the Bowie. I have won in 1999 for a long time. I have the CD. This will be my chance to finally have this album. I have Purple Rain. I need a better copy of it. It was my parents' copy, and I inherited it. It means a lot to me. But for me, number one, Prince. Number two, One More Light Live. And then there's number three that's coming up in just a little bit. This is the list that will make you cream your pants. This is the kind of stuff that you wait 3 o'clock in the morning for. Yes, I know I could go down and pick Prince 1999 that. I don't think they're going to be releasing it as a picture disc. I think it's going to be a really good version. What if it's a 45 RPM version? That would be badass. Now, uh, they did release, uh, you know, Bat Dance. They did release a whole bunch of singles for Record Store Day. But mm-hmm. since I do not have it yet, this will be my chance to finally grab it. And shame on me. No, not shame on me. Are you paying my bills? Are you going to give me a vinyl fund? Fuck you. <laughs> now, if they do, I, I, want, I want you to have the same energy when walking through the store that day. <laughs> and as it goes down, literally, the rest of this list as it went down from Prince, other than, you know, uh, the other ones at the early that were like, eh. Other than Lincoln Park, everything down from Prince, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. May I continue? Sure. We got Quicksand. Uh, Triptych Continuum, the Ramones uh, Sun Dragon Sessions. So they released a uh, box set a couple of years ago that went for a little bit. So keep that in mind. You have uh, Red Cross, Third Eye, Richard Lloyd, Lodestones. Oh, my gosh. I'm tired, y'all. I got a story to tell you after we're done here. (laughs) Ron Gallo, really nice guy. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to say I can continue from here. Yeah, so, after this last one, Saxon, Princess of the Night. Yes, I think this might be a 12-inch single. I absolutely fucking love Saxon. This made me like, oh, son of a bitch, yes. Now you may continue. Okay, now go clamp your pants. Now, <laughs> Slate Bells, Slate Bells, Kid Crush. Okay, well, fuck my tongue, apparently. Kid Khrushchev. Um, oh, yeah, right, yay. <laughs> Soft tight, second win. Uh, something's Seth, bothering me. Someone didn't put a space. Look at that. Seth, where? Between, Sock tight? Okay, look at Saxon, Sleigh Bells, and then Sock tight, second win. Someone didn't put a space. They didn't, they didn't put a lot of spaces at all. Between Third Eye and yeah. the rest. No, I'm talking about the, the space between the dash and the letter. Oh, 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 yeah, lazy fucks. Um, <laughs> next, on. next, sock tight, second win. Steph Chira degrees. B slash, what does B-W that mean? means B side. B side, I'm sorry. Sarah Honey. Um, Stone Sour Hydrograd. Uh, you might as well explain this. Hydrograd, the ex- acoustic sessions. Hydrograd is their newest album. I am going to see Stone Sour for the first time in May, and I'm so excited. So this is going to be a solid silver vinyl with digital download. So 
a couple of record store days ago, we had uh, Meanwhile in Burbank and Somewhere in Burbank. So these were cover albums. And I have the one that is clear with what looks like a coffee spill in the middle. And mm-hmm. it includes uh, a cover of Gimme Shelter with Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. So these look like to be acoustic versions of a whole bunch of songs in Hydrograd. So fuck my wallet here. I'm going to have to play a juggle game. I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to look. And I think Prince, that, Stone Sour, and then maybe like one or two more. And I'm going to have to like think, son of a bitch. Anyway, continue on. Uh, Sugar Ray Fly, 20th anniversary. Now, we were talking about this. I think this is just going to be a single. Because it's not the exact, it's not floor to the entire album. Because if it was, I bet that bitch would be limited. So. Yeah. You might want to bull moose this anyway, just to be prepared, okay? Yep. Sunra standards. They always come out with the Sunra. Uh, Super Chunk, well, Time to Be Alive. I think we talked about this already. Yeah. No, we Debut. didn't. No, we didn't? Okay, then, let me raise, let me say it's clearly then. Super Chunk. Well, Time to Be Alive Acoustic, B-Side Eraser Acoustic. Nice. The Boo Brummel's Bradley Barn 2LP 180 Grand Color Vinyl. I wonder what this is going to be. The Casket Lottery Anthology 3LP Box Set. It says the words box set, you fucking bastards. I love you too. But be prepared. Um... The Cure. I'm going to take two seconds with what I think these are. So we have the Cure acoustic hits and normal hits that were on picture disc. The acoustic Mm -hmm. hits, that was the first time it was ever released on vinyl. So we have Mixed Up and Torn Down. Torn Down, to me, indicates that it is an acoustic. Mixed Up sounds like remixes. So if you are a Cure fan, I behoove you. Check Bull Moose and check the Record Store Day list and... There's a lovely video that Chris over at um, over at Bull Moose puts out when the list comes out, and then he and then as time goes along, he actually not as the list comes out, but close to pretty much the weekend before, and he shows you ninety percent of what's going to be there, so you will know what it looks like other than on the record store day list. You will know what it looks like and what to look for. Mm-hmm. Can't say you went on. Um, he covered that. So this, the uh, distillers and the regrets dismantle me. Nice. Seven inch, seven inch vinyl single. Okay. Mm-hmm. The doors live in the matrix. Let's, let's feed ice cream to the really niggas. Let's feed ice cream to the rats. San Francisco, San Francisco, blah, California, March 7th and 10th, 1967, gram vinyl. Just be prepared. I'm just telling you now. Yeah. The dream. Um, sitting kit, how we found ourselves. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Everywhere. Yeah. That's a good one. That's going to be a good one. The flaming lips pouring beer in your, really? The flaming lips <laughs> pouring beer in your ear slash yum, yum, and dragon. Seven inch colored vinyl. Sickle. These are the yeah. ones that had the blood filled record. God bless y'all. Anyway. <laughs> um, the Lurkers, Fulham Fallout. The National Boxer, Live at Brussels. Oh. You need to look at pants again. <laughs> the, Ras- the Rascals, The Rascals. The Complete Singles, A and Bs. I'm just going to tell you now, 
just, 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 just bonus this. Cause listen to this. <laughs> Limited edition 4LP multicolor vinyl set. God bless you. <sighs> the smithereens, the smithereens play Tommy. Nice. The, Ew. the stooge. <laughs> the, the, the Stooges, the Stooges, the Detroit edition. Nice. 2LP. <laughs> the Streets, remixes and B-sides, 2LP. The Submarine, re- blah, wow, I, I skipped there. The Submarines, Honeysuckle Weeks. Mm. Mm. The Vapors Turning Japanese. Mm. You know what that song is, right? No, I don't. Turning Japanese, oh, I'm turning Japanese, I wanna. That actually, I've never heard that. I have You'll never have to heard go that. listen to it. it. It's it's an earworm. It's like an eh earworm. Hmm. Um, Thomas and Andrew Doyle. Doyle and Incineration Ceremony. Ceremony. I think that's one of the weirdest ones we've seen. Nah, really? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, it's just, the imagery. Uh, it's the imagery. Uh, I just mm, I'm, I'm I'm moving on. Tim Tim Armstrong, a poet's life, white vinyl. Tim Watts, bastards, hundred eighty gram gray vinyl. Tom Waits. Waits. You know what? Wow. Tom Waits, bastards, ballers, and and brawlers. On gray. Gray vinyl. Hmm. Translucent blue. And translucent red. Okay, I know some people that are going to freak. The fuck out at these next. You, mi- you miles would just continue. You, you, Twin you take Peaks, it from me. the Twin Peaks soundtrack, the music from the limited event series on two P two LP picture disc, and then the soundtrack score on LP picture disc. So people are fuck going your to wallet. yeah, fuck your wallet. Uh, you're right. You're a heap. Look at yourself. Look at your name. Van Morrison, the alternative moon dance on 180 grand vinyl. Various artists, the other side of the sun part two, Sun Records curated record store day volume five. Uh, various artists right on now, the sounds of Northern Soul, Volvoid, Too Scared to Scream, White Snake, 1987, 12 inch picture disc, 30th anniversary edition. Will Cole live at the Troubadour, the Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Oh wait, 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 wait. Shush. I'm sorry. Um, listen, black people. I'm just kidding. I misread that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Wu Tang, the saga, its instrumentals, DJs, like my black ass. That's all I'm saying. The instrumentals. That's all I'm saying. Carry on. Records after you're done scratching them. <laughs> Carry on. Yes, tornado, twelve-inch picture disc, and finally, Young Wu Shore Leave. I think we need some Shore Leave after reading some of these things on this fucking list. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. Shit. <laughs> There's a lot of good things on this list. I was worried for a, a bunch of days that this list was going to be so lackluster, but holy shit. It's very eventful. <laughs> very very tongue-worthy. My God. So, we've talked about this, but now let's backtrack. So, we were going to talk about Taylor Swift. We're going to let that simmer. But there were a couple of albums that have come out that we had wanted to talk about. So, 
We'd like, I'd like to start a series uh, called First Impressions. So we're going to talk about an album that comes out that uh, either I'm going to show DJ or DJ is going to show me, and we give kind of our first impression listens. There's a band that I absolutely adore called Pop Evil out of Detroit, and their new album, their new self-titled album dropped in February. So the idea being was we were going to take a listen and talk about it, but then life went and fucked us up the ass. Davey. And I'm a big enthusiast of Justin Timberlake, and he recently dropped an album called Man in the Woods. Which we and... record the week that it came out, but... But, but apparently we ain't got no lube. So, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also were going to talk about a classic album. But uh, we're we're now going to kind of shift gears and just kind of do mini reviews. Okay. So I'm going to give my thoughts on the new Pop Evil album, and then you give any impressions that you happen to have. This okay. Is, this is going to be just kind of like a A to, to F kind of grade. So for me, uh, as I was listening to this, I thought, okay, and, you know, hearing the interviews, uh, their original drummer had left, Chachi Riot. To mm-hmm. pursue a life with a family. And he's he's welcome back with open arms. So it's not like one of those situations where it was actually toxic and he had to leave. So thank, thank fucking God because he's one of the best drummers I've seen live. Um, I have seen Pop Evil four times live. They are tied with number one. And the other bands that are tied for number one are 38 Special and Avenged Sevenfold at four times. The first time I saw them was at the Lunatic Luau. Uh, 2013, and I saw them in 2014 at the Luau, and they're playing again this next Luau. But my favorite time I got to see them, prepare yourself for this. Are you Hmm. ready? Yes. I saw them in the parking lot. I, I drove down to Greensboro, North Carolina. It was a chilly wing fling that was being held by the radio station. Uh, really, I don't think it was a radio station either. It was held in the parking lot of a gentleman's club for a chili wing fling cook-off. And they had a stripper contest after the concert. Which I did not go to because I was tired as hell. But there were only 200 some odd people in the audience for that show. Okay. That is one of my favorite concerts of all time is just that because there was not that many people there. And I got to see Pop Evil, who was just up and coming. They'd come out with the album Onyx, which I sent DJ a whole bunch of Pop Evil songs in preparation of him listening to the album so he can get, like, an Essentials. And, you know, what was really weird was all the songs that I thought were Essentials were on the iTunes Essentials playlist. I just put them in different order, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Hmm. I know what I'm talking about with these guys. So... Their last album before their self-titled album was called Up, and it was a departure from their sound. It was a little a little more country. It was a little more poppy. Of course, their name is Pop Evil. But I've known them to be heavy on riffs at times, and it wasn't necessarily disappointing. It was just different for me, and I was like, meh about it. But goodness me, did they hearken back to their hard-ass roots with the new self-titled album. It's not a perfect album, 
but it is something that I really wanted uh, after Onyx had come out. I've been waiting for a really solid follow-up to Onyx because Onyx is an absolutely amazing album in my eyes and ears. So I was waiting for that follow-up that I was really going to enjoy, and I really enjoyed this new uh, this album. Uh, I love the the single tracks. You know, sometimes I can listen to a uh, particular band, and you know their um, their particular singles just happen to like detach from the album for me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But these ones, they did not. Uh, this was just really good from beginning to end. There were some parts where it's just like, yeah, I know this is filler. Come on, guys. You guys can do better. But at the same time, I really enjoyed it. Waking Lions, Colors Bleed. I'll go over the track listing. Waking Lions, Colors Bleed, Ex Machina, Art of War, Be Legendary, Nothing But Thieves, Crying to Remember, God's Damn, When We Were Young, Birds of Prey, and Rewind. So uh, Lee, who is the lead singer, went on uh, record saying, you know, we've explored a lot of side of pop with us, but we never decided to do the evil side. So I absolutely agree with that. So Waking Lines and Colors Bleed is them harkening back to their old days. But with songs like Art of War, Be Legendary, uh, When We Were Young, there's a different side of them that I did not get to hear from previous albums, and it was very refreshing for me. Again, it is not a perfect album, but mm-hmm. it is a step above. And I like uh, Up, a couple of songs on Up. I really do. But it is a step above Up for me. And I gave it about a B-. minus. So I was uh, trying to be harsher on it because, you know, Up was like, oh, come on. I really enjoyed this album. Being a huge, huge fan, you know me, especially with uh, with Taylor's last album, me being so disappointed. <laughs> I know how to be harsh on people that I love and, and artists that I love. So I always say everybody has one bad album in them. Uh, up was not a bad album. It was just a little meh for me. This was just a step up for that for me. So do you have any thoughts on just first impressions of it? Nothing like how I expected. That is for sure. It's nothing like what I'm used to. It's nothing like what you think I will listen to. It's just like, whoa, what is this? That's okay. exactly how I felt the first time that I saw them at the Lunatic Luau. So we have some, we have a hip hop, hip hop and Caribbean guy like me. Okay. Uh-huh. Being told, hey, nigga, don't shoot me. Watch, listen to this album. Please don't shoot me. I'm like, okay, hey, kaka, let, let's go listen. So, when I'm going to something fresh, I like to clear my mind, like to reset, uh-huh. and you know, go into this fresh. Just our war, God's damn, and, a, and nothing but thieves. Shit. <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, well, fuck my speakers, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. Okay. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> um, in any other way, yay. Um, the other songs is just, I would not say it's not my taste. Is it's it's one of those I have to be in the mood to vibe to it correctly. Absolutely. Okay. I could, I could definitely see where you're coming from with that. 
Okay. Like how with is 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 exact same thing with me and um gangster rap. Okay. I can't just hop on that on on willy nilly because I'm not mentally prepared for that. Yeah. Because I'm not. Because you can't just go from good music. Not let me rephrase that sentence. You can't go from like Caribbean music, which is all joyful, to I'm gonna kill you, your family, and your mom with a shotgun. That, that I'm not prepared for that. So apparently, you're prepared gotta, for some metal music. Uh, you, shit, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, it's what it's like. If you know what you're getting yourself into, great choice. If not, I'm uh, I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah. Okay. They're not bad by any means. I give them a solid B because it, I'm not new to metal by any means because God bless society and their views. Uh-huh. So I'm not, I'm not new to it by any means. It's definitely something I got to vibe more to their albums before I can be, call myself a proper fan. Yeah. I could definitely suggest, uh, I sent him a, whole list of songs that I carefully curated that I pulled from every single one of their albums leading up to this. Mm -hmm. And I will say the first five songs, which I sent you from Onyx is probably one of the best Mm -hmm. first five songs of any albums I've heard in a very long time. So that's saying it. So we were agreed about like a B B range on that, which is pretty good. The critical rating gave it about a 63, which I think is a little too harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So now well, we want to talk about Timberlake. Yes, this is where this is my turn now. Yep. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Here, here's a fun fact about me. You have no idea about Justin Timberlake fan, you sons of bitches. Yes, the fuck I am. <laughs> um, I'm talking way the fuck back. I'm talking instinct type days type shit. Okay. Same here. Um, yeah. I, I was one of those. I was one of those. When those songs dropped, I I was that nerd nerd slash uncool kid who knows those songs by heart, but won't tell you shit about it. Yep. Okay. I was a big NSYNC fan. So when I tell you I'm a fan of Timberlake, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so my favorite album so far, before I even talk talk about this new album, was actually the 2020 Experience. That was one of the few. That was one of the very few albums, not even part one and part two. I'm talking the entire, the entire shebang, the complete version. Uh-huh. Okay. All 21 songs. <laughs> because honestly, that was like one of few albums that I can listen to beginning the end and vibe to no matter what I am doing. Nice. It's Ooh. great when you can find an album that does that. Yes. And I tested that out and I do mean that quite literally. So yes. So, um, that's, that's, if you can pull that off with me, that's good. That's very good. All right. So, um, when I start seeing the promotion for a man in the woods and I see him in, in the actual fucking woods, my first thought was, I'm about to hear a motherfucking country album from Timberlake. Yeah. Hmm. And here's another tidbit about me. I am actually a big country fan. Nice. Peeps, there's people here in Kansas, like my boyfriend, that will probably stab me in the neck if I ever drop drop my entire collection on their ass. But <laughs> I actually love I actually love country. For example, I I, I fucking adore Reba McIntyre. Fight me, bitch. Me too. Continuing on. Me too. <laughs> Continuing on. Uh-huh. Um. So when I saw that, I was okay, like ooh. But then as the promotion continues, I'm thinking okay. What's going on here? So this is what you would call a concept album. That's definitely for sure. Absolutely, okay? I agree. 
because he explained it as him going back to his roots. And people tend to forget where his roots are. People tend to think he's a whiter black man because reasons. Um, yeah. he's, he's not. He's very, very white. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean he's a bad person, but he's very, very white. Uh-huh. And you, you found that out real quick in this album. Now, that doesn't mean that he didn't go to brand new people. He still got Timbaland on that bitch. You also have newer uh, producers, which I am trying to find, but God, God bless my soul, apparently. <laughs> um, so, one of my favorite songs on this is Flannel. And, no, okay, let me, let me, clar- let me clarify, let me clarify. Uh-huh. Um, if I want to turn up, like turn up right now on the spot, supplies. Yeah. If I, if I want to do a fucking, if I want to do a sing-along, test out my vocals, do I suck at singing? Flannel hands down, okay? All the other stuff, I have to be in the mood for, okay? Because uh-huh. not no pop pop on and start listening on the spot type of thing. It's one of those, just like with the pop evil, pop evil is you got to be in the mood for it, okay? It's just, those two songs, it caught my caught my real attention, uh-huh. okay? Now, here's the thing. You're, people who are used to Timberlake like me, you don't expect him to make music like this, Okay. Yeah. You, you do not expect him to go completely fucking left field with this, okay? Yeah. Like, there's certain hints of him, okay? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's either at end of Montana or... No, it's Living Off the Land, the end of Breeze Off the Pond. The end of Breeze Off the Pond and Living Off the Land, that's like vintage Timberland right there, yeah. okay? Um, But besides that... This is this is not usual Timberlake. No. And not even supplies or, or flannel. This is not usual Timberlake at all. You're used to the jazz feel to it. Okay. No. This is nothing jazzy at all with this. No. Okay. And what's funny is I saw a little video for um supplies where Tyler the creator was with him in studio, right? Yeah. And he heard supplies. And Tyler was like, this is, this could be a low key country song if you throw in the right instruments to it. And <laughs> me being DJ Lone Wolf, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, he's right. <laughs> so, actually, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, yeah, I, I, I looked, I, 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 I touched, I touched it. Yeah, he's right. So, so with Flannel, um, are there, is this a bad album? No. Is it going to be your taste if you're a vintage Timberlake fan? No. Here is why. Because he did something different. You're used to the jazzy will make you dance on the spot type of feel. Okay? This is nothing like that. Nope. Okay? This is that... <sighs> no, I want not say that. This is that him opening up just enough, but not really fully enough to know everything about him. It's like it make you wonder what the fuck is in your head. Yeah. But it's still commercial in its own way. Yeah. Okay. Because look at the cover. One half is him rocking a suit. Other half is him rocking jeans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you know good and well that side of him is still there. But he doesn't really show it all the time. Yep. So I will give this a ice. That's what I'm stuck because it's not an A. Let's let's cut that down now. It's not an no, A. No, no. Um, but it's but it's not 
but it's not fucked up anyway. Okay, it's like solid middle class, not bad, but definitely could be better. Uh, solid C. Okay. Solid C. Solid C. You were talking about the country influences, right? Yes. Chris Stapleton plays on this. Yes. Oh, that, that that is my dude. Oh my god. <laughs> does it I make am sorry. You, does it make you feel better a little bit? I, yes, I know. Yes, I, that is my dude. I love his album. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Carry on. Other than I'm sorry. Filthy, which is kind of, which we're going to get into a discussion uh, a little bit. Just give me a minute. Okay. Other than Filthy being dated, a lot of these songs can stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Sauce was okay. I liked Man of the Woods. I liked Wave. Supplies, uh, Say Something. Flannel. I really dug Flannel. Um, yes. This, this album, the vibe it gave me, I was like, Timberlake, the hell? First of all. <laughs> Second, I was like, you know what? This is different, but I am digging it. Unlike some artists that I like. <laughs> Just for reference, I went on a tirade um, about a particular album that did not get released. So um, (laughs) that's why I'm referencing this. But from what I got out of this, I know I I listened to this about about eight or so times. And what I got out of this, I really, really enjoyed. You said it earlier. Is it a perfect album? No. But for what it showed and the concepts it brought out, I really dug the guitar work. And that was what boosted it for me. So uh, there were a couple of reviewers that gave it a B minus, right? Mm-hmm. That's right in line where I'm at with it. B minus leading up towards a B. That's me. Um, for, from what I got out of it, I have to get things from vibes from music. The vibe I got, I was like, you know what? I really dig this. They did something different with guitar work and, you know, the the pop work behind it. I'm like, I'm 100% behind this. If you do another one like this, I will be behind it. I really enjoyed it. Was that what you were expecting out of me? No. (laughs) Were you expecting me to hate it? I I, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So... We're going to launch into our last discussion for the evening. Actually, mm-hmm. it's morning for me. It's past midnight. Good Lord. <laughs> yes, we've been going hard for the past... If it opens. Almost two hours. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah, my boyfriend fell asleep on me. <laughs> Here I am. Anyway, so um, we're oh, talking shit. about timelessness of albums and timelessness of music. So... Uh, you know, unfortunately, that 17 people lost their lives in Florida. Yes. And I was scrolling through Facebook one day, and there was a Facebook friend who had um, posted something that kind of stopped me for a minute and made me really think. So she had posted some lyrics from the song Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. Now, this is a song that I had listened to heavily when it first came out and kind of off and on. I kind of put it away. So I went back and I re-listened to that song and I thought, oh shit, this is still relevant to today. And then that's when I sent it to you. You remember when I sent that to you? 
right, DJ? Um, repeat that last sentence one more time. Okay, please. I'm sorry. so remember when I sent you the teenager song? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. And then I, I'm out somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. So I I sent it to him, and then I said, "Guess how long it was that this song was released?" Uh, I got pulled up the discussion, and I I took a guess stuff like a couple of years, and then he showed me the actual date. It's like twelve years old. Yeah, it's about twelve. Two thousand six was when that came out. So that got me back to actually listening to the whole album. Now, that song, I believe, was relevant at the time, and it was ahead of its time. And yet, it's still a good song, and it stood the test of time. Unlike Filthy, where it's going to be like, hey, it's going to say it's fake, right? You know, that's going to fade away after a couple of years. Before we move on to the next whatever fat it is. But Mm -hmm. I'd like to have just a longer discussion on longevity in music. Now, for me... And I sent you the whole of the Black Parade. For me, that album was my album before I was into Paramore. Let that sink in for a moment, DJ. I can beat you to that. I can beat you. Um, Sorry. But go ahead. Go ahead. But you know how big of a Paramore fan I am, and how much they meant to me. Our discussions that we had. Let that sink in. This stuff was before I got into Paramore. That's what I meant by that. And let me give you my version of of that same same scenario that I never sent you. Fuck. Um, yeah. This is this is giving Caribbean music, so the artist name would not be familiar. I know I told you this before, yes. but oh, I'm yeah. going to bear detail now. The artist's name is Marshall Montana. Okay. Okay. He's been making music since he was quite literally eight years old. Awesome. He, he's been making soca music or the genre of soca music. For 35 years. That's awesome. And he has about 20 plus albums. Yeah. Um, I can tell you at least 50 songs at the, at the top of my fucking head right now. 20 of it, which was released in 2000, 2001, or around that frame of, frame of years. Mm-hmm. And I still regularly listen to it today. Yep. That still get plays and parties today. Yeah. Because it's that good of a song. Mm-hmm. Okay. But unfortunately, nowadays in the Caribbean, they're just like hip hop music. Okay. What's new right now? What's out right now? Okay. Yeah. If I were to drop a 2015 version of the songs that came out, I, I would get no plays. But if I drop the newest, the newest shit, I get plays. Mm hmm. That doesn't that doesn't mean that the that the songs that came out in, in those years were not good. They were fantastic. But it seemed like once the new year drops, it's like fuck that song. Let's 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 hear the new shit. Yep. And it sucks, because it's like what the fuck? Yep. That's a damn shame. And and I'll be, you know, honest, um there's less than ten albums that I would consider to be perfect albums. Mm-hmm. Black Parade is on that list to me Bruh, the next oh I'm, i am so sorry go ahead <laughs> to to me it's um for what it was and i could just sit and listen to it over and over again i did it you know i don't care if you call it fucking emo shut the fuck up if you actually listen to the dark tones in that there's a lot of heavy shit and there's a lot of there's a lot of overtones and undertones in that album the concept and everything with it so shut the fuck up quit labeling it 
let us enjoy it, and maybe you might enjoy it if you go and listen to it. Mm-hmm. And the next album I'm going to have you review, I don't have, I barely, 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 barely have any Perfect Ten albums. I don't think I have any. The album I will give you that who I will name in a little while is the only artist whose debut album was a Perfect Ten for me. Nice. From beginning to end, and I listen to it on a regular basis today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is this is like this is an artist who was in a group that you would never would think would create this kind of music ever 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 ever. But he made this kind of music and made somebody like me who don't even listen to that kind of music vibe to it on a regular fucking basis. Nice. That's 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 what you're trying to. That's the point you're, that that we're trying to make here. If your album can do that. Like how 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 we were telling you, look, save your money, get ready for Bowie and all that shit, because Bowie stands the test of time. Yes. Okay. Madonna stands the test of time. Uh, Beyonce somewhat stands the test of time, yep. give or take, but she does as a person though. Yep. Okay. Only certain artists can do that. Masha Montano can stand the test of time. He's old. He's in his fucking forties, and he's still making music every fucking year. Yeah. Okay. If now a lot of artists can do that. Jay Z can do it. Kanye can do it when he wants to, at least. Yeah. Um. It, now a lot of artists can do that. Here's something staggering for you. There's a band hmm. called called King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were, do you want me to say it again? Uh, you might as well. King Wizard, King Gizzard, and the Lizard Wizard. They release two to three first, albums. Nah, 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 shut up. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, first of all, what drugs do y'all sell? Because apparently I got that good shit, first of all. Second of all, they release two to three albums per year. Hmm. This hmm. past year, 2017, guess how many they released? Four? Five. Ha! Five full-length LP albums, not EPs, LP. So that is just staggering in the amount of that. We're not talking about something like that. We're talking like Zeppelin staying the test of time. We are talking, we're not talking one hit wonders here. We're talking about things that have staying power. Like uh, Tonight Alive's newest album called Underworld, which I've sent you, um, DJ, I've sent you the, uh, Songs Temple. I sent you all the the the, um, the singles. This is one where these singles didn't detach from the album for me. This is an album that I absolutely needed to hear. For mental wise, uh, Jenna McDougal is very spiritual, in a sense, and she writes very spiritual lyrics. And it's something that got to me on a very core level. These songs okay. are going to stand the test of time for me. And the craziest thing is, one of them features Corey Taylor. He's not familiar. He's from Slipknot and Stone Sour. Mm-hmm. And it's a softer you know, song, too. Notice how I recognize that name without even, and I don't even vibe to Slipknot like that? <laughs> yes. Because somebody like him stands the test of time. Come on now. 
Also, another song features Lynn Gunn of the band Paris. None of the songs even sound dated whatsoever. I know I'm going to be listening to this when I'm in my 50s. This is a very good album. And that artist I've mentioned way before, Harry Styles. Ah, yeah. Of One, of one Direction. You never would think <laughs> that dude can do anything like that. You know what? But himself, go ahead. Can I give a mini first impressions and I'll do the full another time? Yes, because that's, that's your next album is to actually properly review that one. I absolutely agree with you. Oh my God. You, you, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. We'll get into that next podcast, mm-hmm. but you were right. I didn't expect it, and I absolutely dug it. Yes. Motherfucking Styles. <laughs> I didn't think so, he had it in him, and then he did. Like, oh, son of a bitch. I have something that I really like it. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but that, that, That's one of those, about... oh my God, does exist? <laughs> so it's talking about the staying power of music. You know, you could buy that one-off thing that was like the psychedelic thing. But it's it's music should be what you love to hear and what it means to you. Mm-hmm. But it should also not feel like it's going to be the next thing, like the Lorax or... I know I went to movie there, but um, something that's just going to be like, oh, wh- why did the hell did we say haters going to say it's fake? But like ten years ago, what the fuck? It's it's when an artist you never would think would exist is still fucking there. Yeah, and you can recognize one of the songs immediately without having to hear the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're about ready to wrap up here. Um, you know, just uh, before the closing thoughts, um, just just remember that music is what you perceive it. Mm-hmm. And you are allowed to feel exactly how you feel when you hear it. Yes. Uh, that being said, um, just to let you know why I don't listen to some rap music. Mm-hmm. Do you know the reason why? Why? Some of it actually makes me feel negative to the point where sometimes I'm actually really angry to the degree that mm-hmm. I don't like that. So that's why some uh, artists I will not listen to because it does not give me the right vibe. That does not mean I absolutely hate those artists. You are absolutely love to allow you are allowed to love those artists. But yes. that, for me, it does not gel with me well, and it sends me into fits of fake fits of rage but when something can make me feel negative and make me feel angry for the wrong reasons i stay away hip-hop is designed to make you feel yep. no fuck that you music is designed to make you feel mm-hmm. hip-hop is just a, hip-hop is just very good at making you feel negative as shit or when to sign somebody one of the two or turn the fuck up one of the three it's yep. very good at those three things that i know for a fact Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's continue. I'm sorry, do you have, have more to say? No, no, I just uh don't be afraid to not like what you don't like, but don't bash mm-hmm. on those who like it. 
Very true. Yes, very, very true. Now, let's go into the closing thoughts. Would you like what to What do you start? have to say? I, I guess I will. Okay. Um, first of all, I am very sorry that we're not as cons- consistent as we would like to be. Mm-hmm. Life is a bitch and has, and they have no lube and fuck that shit. Yep. Um, that doesn't mean that we don't want to. We try our best. He, prior novelists harass me on a regularly, regular basis. And honestly, life is just hectic as hell. Yep. I'm in a position right now where I'm trying to get back on my, not get back on my feet. I'm trying to put myself in a position where I can regularly do this and regularly be DJ Lone Wolf HD. Yes. Okay. That doesn't mean that we don't want to do this. It's life's a bitch. Yep. So I'm very sorry, but we will try our best. You? Along the same lines of what you have to say. Um, uh, just to let you know, um, I'm at 80 subscribers for YouTube. Yay! And I can't post uh, as as often as I want to because by the time I blink, it's already, you know, time for bed on Sunday. I work a full-time job. I am the, not sole breadwinner, but I am basically the breadwinner and trying to, you know, support myself. So along with that, having a whole bunch of hobbies isn't helping either. But it's what makes mm-hmm. me happy. So, again, I do apologize if I can't get the YouTube videos out every single week and I can't be on social media every single day. I, I don't have the time for it. But I hope we get enough good quality for you to continue to listen. I mean, we're, we're sitting here. I'm exhausted here. I'm getting close to having to pee, to be completely honest. <laughs> I'm, like, floating here. But I wanted to sit through and do this. We sat here, we almost gave you a two and a half hour podcast. So I think the it's not the quantity, it's the quality. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So when we can get it to you, we can get it to you. And we do apologize. Now, the last couple of things I do have to say is be kind to yourself. I'm I'm trying to learn that myself, you know, through mistakes, you know, just to brush it off and move forward as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Please be kind to yourself. If you ever have the thought that you are not allowed to be happy, you tell that thought to go fuck off. You tell that thought that I told you it's okay to say fuck off. Or call me if you can't really do that, because I work with somebody who can help you with that. Yay! Yes. <laughs> but as someone who's had those thoughts and I honestly don't think I have depression or anything. They just It's anxiety, I think. But it's someone who's had those thoughts. Find your positive out. For me, that is music. Let music be your healer. Let something be your healer. And if you feel like you need help, please, 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 please talk to somebody professional. I don't care. You'll find the money. You'll find a way to get this done. You need to, please. We. Uh, this is the only time I'm going to get political. We need to have better mental health talks and better mental health checks and better mental health just mentality in this country. This is the only time I will get political here. And I'm going to just jump into that topic really fucking quick since you just done, done fucked up. Make it brief, though. <laughs> That's intense. Um, okay. I'm going to this extremely quick. Try, I'll try to. Um, okay, so tab it info about me, because you, you'll find out any fucking way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I work with a woman named Selena Bell. She is a psychologist who runs the company Turning Stowell in the Center. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shameless as fuck plug that I, I plan on doing. It was for chocolate, but, but you said mental health, so fuck it. Anyway, awesome. <laughs> um, she is the reason why I am still alive. She is the reason why I double down onto DJ Lone HD. Mm-hmm. She is the reason why that I still try. She is the reason why. Because she gave me tools that allow me to actually deal with life the way I need to deal with it yep. and not and kill myself. Yeah. There's been multiple times where I have wanted to do such a thing. And, there's, and, and every single time. The tools that she has given me has kept me alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I say, if you need that help, I got you. I'm not fucking kidding. Mm-hmm. Just like how, just like how Power Novelist said, you'll find the money. If you need that help, I got you. Selena also got you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean something broke. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying if you're in a position where you cannot afford it, me, me, Selena, Turning Stone, and, and, and you will work something out. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Okay? Focus will be literally making sure that you're okay. We will give you the tools that you need so you can kill yourself. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm a shameless plug this number, goddammit. If you really need that help, do not be afraid to either get a hold of me on any social media outlet. I'm talking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Tumblr, SoundCloud, Audio Mac, Bandcamp, uh, YouTube, anyone, I don't care. Yeah. Okay? If you if you can't find me, some the fuck out. And you need to find Paranovelist, uh, do that. Yes, and then I will forward the information on to DJ. Yes. If you'd rather do a call, um, I'm not posting my number, but I'll give you Selena's number because she wants me to do that. If you, if you want this to be anonymous or like you rather just be direct to the source, Selena's Bell's number to get her directly is, and I tell you to write this down, is area code 785-844-3471. I'm going to say that shit one more fucking time. Mm-hmm. 785-844-3471. International people, the the country code is plus one because we're in the United States. Okay? If you cannot call, we are on Facebook, Turning Stone Wellness Center. Selena Bell is on Facebook and Twitter. Okay? Turning Stone is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can't find us, find me. DJ Lone of HD. You can't find me, find Power Novelist. You find one of them, you get all of us. Yeah. Well, mainly, you find one, you get all. Because if, if, if you can't find any of the other people, you find Power Novelist, he'll get hold of me, I'll get hold of Selena, we got you. Yep. I'd rather you call us before you take your life. Or you think to take someone think else's. That too. Or do something really, really, really stupid. That you're going to regret. Yes. And I agree with Paranovelis. We need better mental health options. Yes. It's just happened. I work with one of them. Okay? So, I'm, we're just throwing that out there. Please yeah. continue. 
there's not too much more to say. But again, please be kind to yourself. And let it be known that it's okay to be kind to yourself. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, skinny, thin, atheist, agnostic, Christian, Buddhist. You you believe in the, the zygote from Planet Q. You like that dick? You like that dick? I like you too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> doesn't matter if um, you, you sleep with a woman, a man. It doesn't matter. You are okay, it doesn't kind of matter if you sleep with a child because I will beat your ass. Yes. But no, anybody, that, that anybody, over age, anybody over the age of 18 who, who's consensual with the actions you're trying to do with that person, then, then be my guest. That's yes. all. That's, yes. There you go. Yay. Be kind to yourself. I'm not saying, you know, be lovey-dovey, you know, oh, we got to do this war piece, you know, this this uh, this peacetime. No. Focus on yourself. It is okay to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. It is okay to be a little selfish. And that's what I want to leave on. It's okay to be yeah. selfish. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be happy. Yes. So once again, I'm the pirate novelist. And I am DJ Lord HD. And we are signing off, and we are definitely having more for the future. So this is the first podcast of 2018, and hopefully we can get you more. With our late asses. <laughs>